0: relevant content for our members by our members this is tmc
1: connect hello and good afternoon everybody Uh, i want to thank everybody for joining today's tmc connect web broadcast entitled three ways to drive purchase growth uh featuring total expert and i'm sorry top total expert and tmc lenders and their tell all about their experience Um, so want to remind everybody um you know check out the mortgage collaborative Uh, event calendar as well as our TMC Connect site Uh, and to be able to view a schedule of upcoming TMC Connect broadcasts just like the one we're hosting today. And I want to encourage you to keep checking in as we're going to be continually adding new sessions uh, based in large part from the feedback that we continue to get from both our members and our preferred partners. So keep it coming. Uh, So jumping right into things, uh, leading today's discussion is a uh, personal favorite of mine and ours at tmc mortgage industry rock star that uh, needs no introduction uh total expert chief customer officer sue woodard hi sue
2: hey tom i'm so glad to be here today and i'm sure you say that to all the vendors who are part of the collaborative right we're all your favorites but hey we are so so happy to be here and so first of all just a huge thank you to the mortgage collaborative family Um, especially for putting on events like this. Um, I know that during these times when we can't connect face-to-face like we're used to, it's really nice to have these opportunities to literally um, connect. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, yeah, today I am so excited to really be diving into a topic about ways to drive purchase growth. In talking to our customers, this is what everybody's talking about right now, is certainly you want to take the refinancing activity while it's out there. But man, we all know that our bread and butter and the long-term success of our business is all about how we're going to drive purchase business. So I got three of the best people in the industry to talk about what they're doing in their businesses. And I think what you're really going to like about this discussion with these three powerhouses is that I really challenged them to make sure that this was something not only kind of unique, but also something where they could get really tactical and practical, meaning that you'll be able to walk away after this webinar and literally take these ideas and put them into action uh, for yourself. I know a lot of times people get on webinars or listen to panels um, and they just don't permit this at the Mortgage Collaborative where people just talk in vague generalities about you should do more purchase business. It's like, well, no kidding. But what exactly do I need to do? So like I said, these three powerhouses are gonna share. So first and foremost, let me introduce the real stars of the show here today. So Tom, advance me one slide here and I wanna introduce our wonderful guests. First of all, we've got Laura Martell, who's the VP of Marketing at Mountain West Financial. She's an 18 year industry veteran and currently, as I said, the vice president at Mountain West and her teams are focused on multi-channel marketing, company-wide technology initiatives, affordable housing, and as always customer service. And what she enjoys most about the industry is the plethora of problem solving, Although we never knew we'd be solving problems like the ones we're solving now, right? Um, Problem solving, innovation, the ever-changing environment, you said a mouthful, and the partnerships and friendships that are cultivated. Thank you for joining, Laura. Second, we've got the wonderful Lindsay Craig, who's a senior marketing director at Cross Country. She's an experienced design leader with a demonstrated history of working in the financial services industry. She's a highly motivated entrepreneur who's opened her own successful online shops and even continues to sell her own art and local storefronts. She is like next level. Skilled in art direction, copywriting, photography, videography, exhibit design, Adobe Creative and Salesforce, she is a marketing powerhouse with a solid grasp I would say that's an understatement on key design fundamentals. So glad to have you here, Lindsay. And last but most certainly not least, we've got the wonderful Mel Warren, our National Marketing Director from Envoy Mortgage. So with achievements in in strategically developing and executing first-rate marketing objectives, Mel facilitates various national marketing initiatives involving brand development, digital strategy, and creative innovation to help drive business growth. Her focus on emerging trends and technology, coupled with her career experience in integrated and cross-channel marketing, has helped Envoy achieve Housing Wire's Top Tech 100 award while continuing to leverage business growth opportunities through a high-performance team of skilled marketing experts. Mel, so glad you are on the call today as well. And with no further ado, let's dive right into it with tip number one. So, Laura, we're going to put you in the hot seat here to talk about redefining face-to-face and now i know a lot of people are talking about like yep we can't do face-to-face like we're used to but you've got some really creative ideas on this so get us started and share
0: yeah absolutely uh thanks so much for having me here as well i'm really excited so i know we've been using kind of our mantra through through all of this that's been happening in the last 90 days is if we can't be face-to-face we need to be screen to screen and i think probably one of the biggest misconceptions um that, that people have maybe faced in this or things that people are reevaluating, is that you need a brand new tech stack or that you need to um, really repurpose of the software that you have. And, and what we found is we have all the tools that we need and really we're just doubling down on the areas that maybe we didn't pay quite as much attention to. And that's really helping us cultivate new realtor relationships, um, putting borrowers at ease, especially first-time borrowers, who when we can't see them face-to-face, we can't put them across the table, we're still able to function as the relationship strong company that we are.
2: So tell us a little bit more about that. How are you doing that in a way that's really helping drive that purchase business forward?
0: Yeah, I would say, you know, we, we've really reevaluated our relationship with video. And the biggest thing that we've, we've kind of come to terms with is video used to be perceived as a one-to-many marketing tool where you created one video it out on whatever social platform or social platforms of choice, blast it out through email. And, and the purpose and the, the benefit to video was to record something once and have it hit many. And as we've redefined this relationship with video, we found that one-to-one communication, uh, whether it's through Zoom consultations or video voicemails, um, adding video components to some of our status updates uh, really helps solidify that that, again, that personal touch. Um, because customer service is not dead, even in a technology driven world. And that really helps us take our service um, and still perform at the high level and the high value of relationships that we're accustomed to.
2: So, talk a little bit about the tools that you're using. And you don't need to mention Zoom. We all know about Zoom. I just wish I owned more right, we'll, we'll, of Zoom. right, we'll
0: check that one off then already. Great. <laughs> right, so, um, got it.
2: But what well, are the and- other tools? It's interesting
0: because I think we're also repurposing tools that we were using in our personal life that we never considered for business purposes. So even things like FaceTime, uh, Facebook Messenger, to have those quick consultations, uh, many platforms now you can share screens with. So again, the the misconception that you need a new piece of technology or to invest heavily in something that's going to um, incur a high cost for your company is completely not the case today. Um, the other things that we're using quite a bit of video on, we're, we're a mortgage coach customer. So adding video to our total cost analysis has been a game changer. Uh, doubling down on bomb bomb for us. Again, whether using it on the, the one-to-many or the one-to-one messaging, um, you can, again, share screens in there. Uh, we're able to capture kind of complex topics and still provide that level of simplified customer service just using a different technology platform. And obviously, uh, we are a total, total expert client as well. We're able to utilize many of our same uh, integrations and partnerships through a lot of our different systems
2: yeah it's interesting um particularly you think about mortgage coach right now and people looking for that financial guidance and advice i mean i was literally just uh chatting with one of my colleagues here the other day you know and even though we can be around you know all of all of the this mortgage stuff you know there still is that advice needed how much do i really put down what do i do Absolutely. how do i structure things and so many, um, so many consumers out there are looking for that kind of advice, you know, really needing to make sure that they understand, I would say now more than ever, the financial decisions that they're making. Um, you mentioned leaving video video voicemail. Um, is that where BombBomb comes into play?
0: Yeah, absolutely. BombBomb, um, some people I'm seeing are just using them, uh, recording something on their phone and sending it via text. Um, again, the, the thing I think I'm appreciating more and more is everyone's kind of finding their own path to do it. And it doesn't have to involve a huge investment in new technology. Um, it certainly can because there's some great new features and some great kind of uh, trick things that you can do with something, yeah. uh, but it doesn't have to be ever complicated. It can be as simple as possible, but just creating that face-to-face connection and the eye-to-eye connection. I know BombBomb has instilled to us that digital eye contact is everything today. So yeah. making sure that you're just being cognizant of Um, if you're going to call and leave a voicemail for someone and explain something, sharing it in video can be so much more impactful. Introducing them to your team can help ease any sort of, uh, concern somebody had, um, doing, doing videos with your realtor partners. You know, if we can't do open houses, helping them stage virtual open houses, walking through the features of, of a house. I mean, there's so many different ways that video can be used, especially in a one-to-one communication method
2: you know, you just mentioned digital eye contact and I'm glad you said that because, you know, hopefully all the folks who are listening today, you're not just listening, but you're you're seeing. And so I don't know about you, but like when, you know, it's weird because I know in real life, I'm sitting here alone in my office, and I'm staring at a screen, you know, talking at it, but it feels like we're having a conversation with each other. I can look into your eyes and you get that same feeling, you know, where that makes a different connection here and here. So those are great tactics drill into, you know, your action items. And so if people want to take this and I know people have certainly been, um, you know, evaluating this, everybody's need to, you know, do video in a little bit of a different way but what are some real specific tactical items that somebody sh- can leave and should leave and go go think about based on what you found?
0: Um, a couple things I found one is video can be a little uh, it can cause some apprehension for people especially the first couple. So by reevaluating your client touch points, look at your milestone updates whether it's in the lead process, the loan process, after shopping for a home you can have some videos that are not personalized and available on demand. So things like how to fill out an application online, what the process is, um, how an appraisal works, any of the different milestones that are going through there. Again, maybe setting up a single property listing website where an automated message comes out with you and the realtor talking about the benefits of the house. Um, So some of these messages, although uh, they are still still specific to you, don't have to necessarily be personalized. And that's a good way to kind of dip your toe into video. But I would say then the next step is Really focus on those conversations that you would have in person, those consultations that you would have in person. Create the personalized video for those because right now we're we're spending our time um, in a lot of different ways that we weren't before, previously. One obviously is I think so many people are delving into sharpening their tool, their toolbox all the way around. Um, get more comfortable with video, and it doesn't. You yeah. don't have to ha- make t- huge technology investments. A simple ring light. Um, I actually have one that's just clipped on the computer today. Um, I think it was $10, you know, so what I love about about some of these is it's not a not a huge investment. And, and the thing that we all just have to kind of get over is ourselves, because that's what we sound like. That's what we look like. And that's why people know, like and trust us. They, they like us for us.
2: So we're our biggest critics. You know, it's so funny because that is one fantastic thing that has happened during all of this quarantining is that the number of times I've heard that where people say, you know, I don't like video because I'm not sure what to say, this and that. And it's like, nope, you just actually don't like what you look like on video. But that's literally what your face looks like all day long. And so the good thing that's happened is that everybody has gotten used to seeing themselves on video. In fact, I heard somebody say recently, there's two kinds of people out there. There are those who are looking at themselves on a video call and liars (laughs) Right? Because everybody's looking at themselves, like, what does the hair look like? Right? You know, so that's brilliant. And I love the connection that you made also with helping those referral partners, helping those realtors. Um, Some of the tactics you just talked about, even just using Facebook and FaceTime, introducing our realtor partners to, to BombBomb, helping them understand, you know, the power of mortgage coach and what you can do there. Um, those are specific tactical, wonderful takeaways. So, Laura and if- I would
0: say I have I have one more if you don't mind. Yes, yeah, um, just real quick. But I know we we've, we've really also been doubling down on our use of the single property listing websites, specifically yeah. through Total Expert on us, um, because they, if people are not a- if our realtor partners are not able to bring as many people into their open houses, they're not able to get that foot traffic. We can help them increase that digital traffic. That's still a very much so a video uh, yeah. tactic here because. You can send video follow-ups you can include some of those in your facebook marketing so video plays really well but that's just a great way to support our referral partners today
2: brilliant single property sites with video yep because again you think about especially during this time people going to look at houses and shopping for homes right now you know they feel a little uncertain and so being able to look into somebody's eyes and kind of say okay there's real real people here it's okay (laughs) so absolutely brilliant Thank you, thank you, thank you, Laura. Let's shift gears. We're going to shift over to Lindsay here. Now, digitizing and diversifying events—you've got some really creative event uh, strategies here. So, um, Lindsay from Cross Country, with no further ado, jump in and tell us a little more how you're driving purchase business.
3: Okay, thanks, Sue, uh, and thanks for having me. Very excited to be here. Um, So in a nutshell, 2020 was going to be a really big year for events for us. I mean, we had, we were going heavy on it. Uh, And so, you know, we had an incredible lineup of industry experts, thought leaders for our sales rally, other team building workshops. And of course, you know, the pandemic happened. And so we had to pivot. Uh, So we renegotiated our contracts with um, some of these folks and redirected their participation through a web series. Uh, and it ended up being a huge success. We had no idea how this was going to turn out. It wasn't something we had dabbled in before. Um, so we realized that this was going to have to be our new avenue to continue to connect with our referral partners and our borrowers. Yeah. Uh, so we also realized um, that, you know, people are really inundated with the COVID stuff and the pandemic stuff. So we wanted to make a point uh, that our content was going to be something fresh, something useful, uh, even if it wasn't mortgage related. So We started by turning to our own employees, actually, Um, and at the end of the day, we found out that, you know, we had a a lot of really cool people that worked for us with a lot of really cool connections and side hustles. Um, So, you know, and we also um, kind of came to the conclusion that, you know, if if our own employees and our own own CCM family is, is interested in these things, there's probably a pretty good chance that other folks out there are going to also find them interesting as well, because at the end of the day, we're really not all that different. Uh, so we put out an email. Um, we had a, an influx of people who wanted to participate anywhere from our loan officers to our underwriters, you know, referral partners, et cetera. Um, and, uh, we launched and, you know, we've done topics. Um, I don't know if you want to go to the next slide. I've got some samples of yeah. um, some of our social media, Uh, So, you know, we advertise, we've done topics on yoga, on math, story time, dog training, cocktails, magic shows, I mean, you name it, you know, it's not just been about mortgages. Um, And we've just had a a phenomenal turnout for these things. It's been a lot of fun, you know, for our events team to kind of reinvent uh, what they've come here to do. um, And uh, Facebook Live too. Never in a million years would I have thought that we would be practicing a Facebook Live from a corporate standpoint, <laughs> um, but people love it.
2: People really do. So that's what I love that. So talk a little bit more. You just mentioned um, Facebook Live. What yes. else are you using? Like I'm looking at this and I'm seeing Facebook Live free webinar. What tools are you using for for your webinars? Is it is it Zoom? I hate that. Yeah. It. Okay. No, it's, 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 it's all right. Their Thank stock you. price is going up by the moment. It's good. Yeah, uh-huh. Zoom. You know,
3: Eventbrite. I mean, we've also been utilizing Total Expert. We've implemented some new templates uh, to help our events team kind of streamline some of these mini events that other uh, other folks are hosting, other loan officers. So, um,
2: Yeah, that's really good. So, talk about a couple of things that you have here. I'm seeing like, um, you know, it looks like a, a cocktail, a cocktail hour of sorts. Some yeah, that was first thing. Go to Mayo making us. And how did you, so talk just real quickly about, talk again about how did you get your ideas and what kind of, um, how is this driving purchase business? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, we of course
3: had our own kind of brainstorm session within the marketing department to come up with some cool things, but really the, the aha moment didn't come until we opened it up to our employees and, and other referral partners. And we just kind of sent out an email and we're like, guys, We want to know more about you. Like, what's cool? What are you you into? What are you doing? What are you spending all of this time doing? Um, And we had so many interesting people reach out to us that we had no idea, you know, had these other talents and things on the side. So not only was it really refreshing, just simply from an internal team building um, exercise that we got to know people that we see every day at the water fountain or water cooler, um, you know, that they have all of these other interests, but, but really, you know, showing that to our clients and our referral partners. I think today um, in this new digital face-to-face world, we're really missing that personalization. Um, And I think the big reason that this is helping to continue to drive business for us is just simply that, you know, we're all people and we're showing this really emotional human side of our company
2: and the people that work for us. That's, that's totally relatable. So, Yes, I love it. I mean, I really love that because it is true that as much as we are um we're distant from one each one another physically right now, but at the same time, we're being invited into people's homes, right? right? Like we're seeing like I keep looking behind you, Laura, because I can't tell if it's a fan or if it's Mickey Mouse or what that is. <laughs> Lindsay, I'm trying to see what your pictures are. You know, I mean, it's like we're being literally invited into people's homes where we're meeting their children and their pets. And as you said. People that you know we maybe have worked with, whether they're our realtor partners or you know um, you know our colleagues that we've worked with for years. Suddenly you go, oh my gosh, like you know how to juggle or make a killer, you know Moscow Mule or whatever. You know, what I mean, like these are so really cool. So let's let's go to the next slide because I know you're going to drill into some tactics that if somebody's listening, going, oh my gosh, what a great idea! What are the couple of steps that you would say that they hang up from listening to this and go take? Yeah. So step one reach out to the people that, that you see every
3: day at, you know, at work and find out what they're into. Um, I can't stress enough how, how, uh, enlightening this whole webinar and connecting online has been with folks. So, so go out, send an email, do a survey, you know, just talk to the people on your own teams, find out what they're, what they're doing on the side, what they're spending their, their extra time doing, um, whether it's home renovation, you know, they're learning to cook. I mean, people have really been going crazy with, Things that have been on their to-do list for a million,
2: a million the years. bread baking. The bread baking yeah. is off the hook. Like the, the nation drinking. has run out of yeast. I've heard because like there's so much bread baking that's happening. Yeah, also.
3: yeah. Ask them what their uh, their yeast starter's name is. I, I bet they have. Oh name. god, I can't even. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> totally. um, so, so, you know, once you've got those ideas, I, I would challenge you all to try and plan one digital event this month. Um, see how it goes. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be Facebook Live. You don't have to jump all in um, right off the bat, but, you know,
2: plan something and, and see how it works for you. I, I think you will be pleasantly surprised. I love it, and so you're actually seeing that drive purchase business because you're not only making a closer engagement with those realtor partners, but with the community of people that are, you know, listening, following your leads, your prospects, your past customers as well.
3: Yeah, we're we're staying in front of in front of all of these folks, and it's not because we're asking them for business. It's not because we're talking about mortgages. I mean, you know, they see us when they open up their Facebook feeds and Instagram, and you know, we're we're giving them content that's kind of a break from from the usual. So I love it. Lindsay, that is brilliant. It
2: really is. Yeah. So let's let's shift gears, go to our, our third of um, the three amazing tips that we've got here. And um, last, but most certainly not least, the amazing Mel Warren. Um, I have to tell you that when I first glanced at your topic here, the why be- behind CW loans, it took me a moment. I was like, you know, because I've originated a long time, but it's been a while. It's been a minute. And I was like, is it country mm-hmm. Western loans? Is it like, what is that? And <laughs> I, I thought, canceled and withdrawn. So Mel, talk to us about what are you doing at Envoy? This is a pretty unique idea.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, we've been really excited about this and have taken some time at a corporate level to analyze our win-loss position. Um, Win-loss is really, you know, at an organizational level, learning where you're winning business, where you're losing business, Um, ultimately, you know, with the goal of increasing your win rate with end-consumers. So this concept typically is carried out at, a, at an organizational level or corporate level, um, but these are principles that I believe can very easily be applied at the individual LO level as well. Um, so, so what we did was we actually, we, we just selected a time period and we wanted to decide or discover where and when we're losing the most customers. Um, it's no surprise, it was really no, no surprise to us when we did our research that you're gonna lose most of your customers at the top of the sales funnel. Uh, consumers are less committed up front, you know, they've not engage, become engaged to you yet. And a lot of times this is when they're they're just shopping around. Uh, they're being met with other um, competitors, you know, lenders are sort of poaching them for business, and uh, that's where you're going to see the majority of your fallout. Uh, that was confirmed in the research that we performed as well. Um, you know, so after getting that out of the way, our goal at this point was now to try to uncover that why. Why are we losing customers? Um, If you were to have asked me before this exercise what I thought the answer would be, I thought the answer would absolutely be price across the board, Um, at least an 80% plus of of the instances. Um, I think a lot of shoppers put that as a a top item and what's a priority for them um, in many cases. So uh, I was pleasantly surprised to see that that was really not quite the case when we received the the results back. Um, And when we did, uh, we learned that a lot of the reasons consumers are not moving forward with us um, are reasons very much within our control. Uh, communication issues, or there's misunderstandings, or there's, you know, relationship um, hiccup, or, you know, and, and we kind of took a step back and said, wow, there's, there's so much here within our control, um, whether it's utilizing technology, Total Expert clearly is a, is a huge avenue for us, and, you know, making sure that we put some of these things in place up front, um, whether it's communication, automation, and um, making sure that now that we understand where we're losing customers and why, we can be more intentional and proactive about uh, reducing that behavior moving forward. Um, So this is not explicitly limited to purchase volume, um, but in a stable environment, we're not in a stable environment right now. Um, You know, typically lenders have a much stronger purchase mix compared to refi volume. Um, So this will effectively impact your purchase business short-term and long-term, if you develop this yep. as kind of a, a business
2: practice. Right, because you're not only fixing um, a, a gap, right, that you may have there, um, but I think it's really interesting that it fixes it for the long-term as well. You know, I mean, it's, it's making sure that you've got that journey um, completely seamless. You know, you know, one of the Absolutely. things we talk a lot about, Mel, is, you know, with every single interaction somebody has with you and your brand, you've got the opportunity to build trust or run trust right? And if you miss those communications when when people are going through, particularly a purchase transaction, which is not just a financial decision of, will I save money or not. It's literally that it's their home where their family lives. And maybe somebody's getting married, getting divorced, has gotten a new job, is having a baby. Maybe somebody's passed away. Their life is happening. And if they feel any kind of break in that connection, um, it can make a difference, right? And so I also think it's brilliant that you learned that you said over 80% of them were not about price. It was about other things, right?
4: And well, that was my assumption. Uh, yes. We actually, I would say there was still a very large portion of the pie uh, that did uh, credit, you know, sort of the reasons to move forward pricing related issues. So we categorized that and we, you know, we pulled in other factors that pertain to that category. Um, but there was huge segments that really the goal for us was well, let's let's collect these responses and let's pinpoint really and try to find some consistencies in some things where we're finding kind of commonalities and repeat behavior. Yeah. Um, and so, like I said before, communication is such a simple, it's such an easy thing, but without yeah. taking the time, uh, taking, taking a pause and saying, well, we, we actually need to take the effort to repair uh, this, whether it's a communication misunderstanding yeah. or a lack of communication and transparency, um, and I think sometimes we depend or rely on our consumers to ask us the questions that we should really be more proactive about expressing or Absolutely explaining. Absolutely right.
2: That's right. Very, you know, and and did you, by the way, I'm dying to know, did you reach back out to any of the canceled and withdrawns and capture any of those deals back?
4: We're still in the process right now. We're at, we're sort of in the action stage, if you will. Um, so sort of my, my step, my action item uh, on the next slide, but we are very, very anxious and I mean, these are, these are proven practices, you know, doing these analyses over, over the course of time. It, it does take a little bit of discipline. Uh, and this is something that it's not just a one-time thing. and That's, that's part of building this into process. Um, it seems cumbersome and it seems like I, nobody has the time for this right now, yeah. um, but you don't have the time to not do it. Cause as we talked about, you know, loans are falling out of the sky. Um, this is, these are great times for everybody, but it's, we're not in a sustainable environment. Um, so how can you really right. secure uh, long-term growth?
2: I always giggle a little bit when people tell me they don't have time for something right now because I'm like, if you've got time to bake your own bread and watch Tiger King, then you've got time. I'm just going to say. <laughs> so <laughs> so totally let's, move a, let's move a slide forward and take us through, um, you know, some the specific action items. Somebody hangs up from listening to this uh, great call. What do they go do? Yeah,
4: absolutely. So I really wanted to make it... Um, realistic. And um, so I sort kind of combined, these are really three steps and what I just described, I combined steps one and two in, in the, the first action item here, but it's really finding where your fallout is. Where is it happening? When is it happening? I sort of give you a li- I gave you a little tip already. I think you're going to find that a lot of them are happening uh, in mortgage terms between the loan uh, or the application started to the application completed stage right? We know that that's where we're we're seeing the cancer withdrawals after that 120-day point. Um, So step one, finding where you're losing people. Step two, finding out why. Um, Some tangibles behind, so we did something a little more sophisticated. We did a a corporate survey. Uh, You can do surveys on your side if you're just an LO and you don't feel like you have the the support of an army behind you to help you with some of those things. It can be as simple as just picking up the phone or sending a text message um, at that 120-day mark and say, hey, you know, what can I do differently? I want to be the best that I can be, and best serve my customers uh, moving forward. Can you give me any advice, or can you uh, can you kind of steer me in the right direction here? And I, I just want to learn. Um, I think people really respect that and take that, um, you know, willing to willing to help and be transparent. Um, and by the way, on that really quick, I'll just say that a lot of times you're going to find that consumers are not interested in going elsewhere. They'll say, Hey, I'm just hey COVID happened. Or, I'm just taking a pause, or I'm you know we just inventory issues. It's tight right now. We want to take our time. Um, but the problem is though they're genuine and they truly maybe intend at the time to uh, to work with you, uh, by the time they do purchase in a couple of months, you know you find that they went with a lender. Um, it wasn't that they were disingenuous up front. It's a lot of times that's the time where you should be remaining top of mind. But we as sales individuals will focus on our pipeline and we're super hyper-focused on what's, kind of what's for certain rather than, um, you know, maintaining those relationships. So those are the times where they're getting, again, poached, uh, and everyone's vying for their business. So anyway, that's just a, a point I would make that we learned as well as a lot of these consumers have no intention of going elsewhere. They end up doing it because that's the time that other people are picking up that, all right, you know, I'm going to be the one sitting on top, of, on top of them because their LOs currently are, are busy elsewhere yeah um so don't forget about your cancel withdrawn customers give them the attention check in on them every few you know weeks or so um and then the last point here i'll just say is once you find those consistencies you know take action uh with your own business practices tailor your methods so that you can avoid that repeat behavior moving forward if it's, you know what i'm finding a lot of people feel that you know there's a lot of questions around great maybe address that up front and don't wait for them to find a lower rate of that you know, at a competitor two weeks later, you know, explain to them, Hey, there's changes up and down before you move forward with somebody else. Like talk to me first, you know, I, I might be able to give you the same, you know, talk, you know, uh, the same price point. Yep. So um, I really think ultimately if you can follow these practices, you'll see that that your results are an increased win rate with your purchase volume, short and long term. um, If you're willing to refocus your uh, attention a little bit.
2: Yep. And I love, I love what you just said too. You made just such a good point about finding where that gap is or that rub is, but then operationalizing it. If you say, you know what, people are leaving because you know they get a lower rate quote somewhere else where they could have gotten the same low rate through you, operationalize that and put in a communication point saying, hey, guess what? Rates move every single day, sometimes a couple times a day. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, check back if you, you know, want more information about that. So I think, you know, that's a that's a really great point is not only discover these gaps, but operationalize it so it fixes it going forward. So really yeah.
4: And, and just the, the last point too, you know, we talked a lot about, you know, this, these are clean times. Fellows, I do sympathize a bit because they're working long hours, they're working weekends. Um, but these are sort of those little things that make a big difference. We talked about technology can, can really be your best friend in times like these. Um, you know, and, and your opportunities for growth, I believe are really tied to many times your willingness to, to refocus your attention and catch those gems along the way, such as your cancer withdrawn uh, consumers so that, you know, it will separate, I I believe, the winners from the losers in the long run.
2: That's awesome. Um, and Lindsay, I see a little dog head popping up over there, I believe. (laughs) I was hoping she wasn't showing up. This is the reality though, right? Good. It's too good. But, you know, um, and Mel, thank you so much. We can shift to the next slide. Um, you know, what, what I love about all of the things that you talked about is it is, um, it's it, you're talking about communication, but you're talking about how do you utilize, um, you know, some some technology and some information along with really that personal interaction. You know, whether it is talking about how are you connecting and using some very creative video steps, the video voicemails, the in-process videos, um, single property sites with videos. Whether you're doing digital events and you know really going for a different connection, using things like Facebook Live or Zoom or what have you, but you're kind of doing. A, a very different angle than just learn how you know learn about what a mortgage is you're doing some really creative things that are drawing in a lot of people and mel i think um, grabbing those people that are maybe slipping through the cracks and figuring out how can we recapture some of them as well as you know operationalize some of those fixes going forward so i can totally see how all of these are driving great purchase growth for your great companies Um, We have put all your fantastic tips together in a tip sheet, a little action sheet. So for everybody listening, you'll be getting a copy of this uh, webinar. You'll be getting the recording from it from our wonderful family at the Mortgage Collaborative. And they'll also be sending out that tip sheet uh, to you as well. If you just can't wait, because I know some of you probably are on the edges of your seats, you can actually email us here at drivegrowth.com at totalexpert.com and we can send out that purchase um, action sheet today. The other thing I'd highly encourage you to do is if you're not engaged with the Mortgage Collaborative online, or I would say these three powerhouses online, get engaged with them. So look up Lindsey Craig, Melody Warren, Laura Martell, get engaged with them on LinkedIn. Um, Like I said, there's there's always something interesting happening out there. They're wonderful folks to follow. Um, And Tom, I think you're going to share with us a little bit more about how people can engage with uh the mortgage collaborative which has been just such a huge benefit for for us at total expert as well as all of our great um customer family members like these who are a part of it Um, so we just want to thank you for the time today tom
1: well my pleasure and thank you sue for you know kind of driving today's discussion and you know laura Lindsay, melody each of your unique insights from each of your organizational perspectives and Uh, You know, how you're getting creative in this, you know, unprecedented environment and leveraging uh, video connectivity and really rethinking the process of how, you know, we're engaging with our clients. I thought the insights were extremely valuable. Um, And really, at this point, we've got about nine, 10 minutes left available. I want to encourage our attendees Any questions that you have for our discussion leaders today, you can feel free to filter those in through the chat or the Q&A windows, both of which at the bottom of your Zoom screen. And I'll be able to uh, submit those out to our discussion leaders for some feedback. Um, Taking a look here. So I'll tell you what, Laura, I've got a question for you. you mentioned, you know, video messaging to the client It's kind of a unique way to re-engage them. I'm, I'm curious, do you recommend for your team a certain time limit um, on those videos, especially if like it's a video message out to the client, um, just to kind of ensure that they view it and view it in its entirety?
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question. Part of me says that there is no hard rule on that. Um, and the reason I kind of look at that is it, it depends on what you're sharing, uh, what the what the intention was of that call, maybe how, how you set that call up as far as I'm going to send you 15 minutes that's going to explain your entire cost scenario. People are willing to spend a little bit more time on that. So kind of what the intention, the message is, and how far you are in the relationship. If it's something brand new, if you're doing something with a realtor partner um, that's talking about the benefits of. Uh, a unique feature of the house or um, some sort of feature of the property, I would say, you know, keep those minute, minute and a half. Um, if you're using a system like BombBomb, one of the things I love about those is that it, it puts the time limit or the time of the video right on the, the email or the text message. So there's already kind of the expectation of, I have two minutes to set aside, I have five minutes to set aside. So um, there's really not a hard and fast rule in my mind. Again, it really just depends on what stage of the relationship and what kind of prompted this video. If it's going to be a more complex subject, I think as long as you preface somebody with, I'm going to send you it's going to be five to six minutes um, and set the expectations, people will sit through longer videos.
1: No, that's a great point. And not even just for video, but for, you know, text content. I mean, we found sure. that to be really resourceful here at the Mortgage Collaborative for you know our weekly newsletters or you know, thought leadership content. If you put that preface up in the front, you know, how long the read is and you're honest about it, you know, people are willing to engage you for that, you know, three or five or six minute period uh, because you've been open and honest up front.
0: Yeah, and I've, I've even seen some of our loan officers if they're doing something on Facebook that says, hey, bear with me for the next five to six minutes because here's here's why you want to. Here's here's what we're going to talk about and kind of, again, set the expectation and preface with what the value that they're going to be sharing to kind of
1: draw people in. That's a great point. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Lindsay, question for you. Um, yeah, curious, what was the biggest challenge that you faced or your team faced internally, uh, perceived a reality, um, you know, with going from kind of the idea phase to then building out uh, or concerns around building out a, an audience or a following for these virtual events that you guys are putting on at Cross Country?
3: So, um, I would say there was a couple, you know, one of them is, of course, when you're in person with people, if you're, if you're hosting some type of a, an event you know there's that benefit of group, like breaking off into smaller groups having sidebar conversations um so initially that was something that we thought we were going to be losing out on um, and not to keep plugging zoom <laughs> but zoom has since pivoted and adjusted and flexed and so they uh you know there's been some new features with them where you can actually break out people into small groups digitally you know through the webinar um, so that was kind of a cool thing that we learned um, you know, otherwise, it, I would say the other big challenge initially that we ran into was just simply building up the the, the interest. You know, a lot of people were not going out and looking for webinars necessarily. Um, you know, so it, it was very much something that we um, you know asked our own employees to go out and kind of push and share and make sure that we were present for, um, and so by our own employees sharing this out, we were able to get a really big following because now suddenly we have, you know, our side sharing with all of their, you know, contacts on social media, which really just, I think, made all the difference. Um, You know, for any given, you know, um, digital event that we do, we have anywhere from 80 to 800 people who will sign up in advance. And usually we get uh, at least half of those that are showing up that day. Um, So if you think about, you know, an 800 person event, even if you get 400 to show up, that's a substantial amount of people. Uh, so yeah.
1: No, absolutely. You'll, you'll take those uh, ratios any day. Yeah. And then from there kind of build the, the brand following. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, we've got a couple minutes left or last call to our attendees. Any questions that you have for our discussion leaders? Uh, chat or Q&A box can both uh, fill out there and I'll be able to present those out on your behalf. Um, Melody, quick question for you. Uh, at Envoy, um, when you were doing the the research, I guess, was there any additional stage in the sales process that stood out where you were seeing uh, kind of fallout from that connectivity with uh, prospective borrowers?
4: Yeah, we we really took it. From there, we saw that the biggest amount, and I don't, I don't know the percentage offhand, um, but we did fall uh, a lot actually immediately after app completed, I believe um, at some point between underwriting approval, uh, which is happening pretty pretty quickly. I think it was a 30% fallout. Um, so we actually have a, a much higher above average, I would say um, pull through rate once you get the app completed. And that's, that's really the goal is really to commit them upfront um, I would say that, that's a different discussion, and we could spend a lot of time on that and the things that you can do to really get them to, to commit to you sooner. Um, but the sooner that you can get them to provide their documents, you know, submit, submit, um, you know, all of those assets and details up front, we're seeing a much stronger pull through with those consumers and those that, that kind of are holding off and not really giving you that commitment up front. Um, so it really has more to do, I think, with the consumers and their behaviors versus um, you know, once they complete the application versus when uh, when they're falling out.
1: That's a great perspective. I uh, appreciate that. Um, a question coming in here for Lindsay. Um, do you often post the same content across platforms, or do you differentiate the content depending on the platform? You know, for example, say webinars on LinkedIn or cocktail hour on, you know, Facebook Live, et cetera?
3: That's a really good question. Um, I can kind of answer it in two ways. So general, generally speaking, from a content perspective, um, during the day-to-day, we have different content that will show up on different platforms. You know, LinkedIn, obviously, very professional. You know, we try to always position our loan officers with the tools, um, you know, to really come across as the experts in their field. Facebook, Instagram, much, much more lighthearted um so when it, you know depending on the event that we're throwing if it's something that makes sense across the board we'll of course share it and promote it on both platforms um, but it, it's kind of a take it as you kind of go um depending on the event so
1: gotcha kind of knowing the event and your audience yeah and, I know uh, and
2: your audience exactly
1: for sure thank you
2: I have to just uh, say well, that no, I know I know Mel if I remember right at Envoy didn't you do like a whole campaign around like people's dog pictures or something did uh, you people, what? Like dog pictures didn't you have like puppy photos or did oh, you- we did yes oh my gosh
4: if you if you want some serious success with with a campaign um just throw some doggy pictures online we <laughs> did um it was probably to date the most successful campaign we ever did was having our employees submit photos of their pets um, and we kind of made a contest out of it. People are super competitive, especially when you're dealing with salespeople. Um, and of course, we had an incentive for the top winner. But every day, we put four pets and had our entire company and their friends and family vote on um, on their favorite pet. But you know, even things that are not necessarily mortgage-related, just to gauge to, to kind of gauge new engagement is, is I think, very healthy uh, to try and. Yes, that was a, that was a fun campaign, and in addition to it, a, a successful one.
2: Yes. I thought so. I just, but you know what, that's the beautiful thing about the mortgage industry and what we do and serving people is people's homes are, are their life. And that's where their life happens and their pets live and everything else. So anyways, all right, Tom, I know you're trying to wrap us up.
1: No, no, it's it's a great point. And um, I wanted to plug our own uh, marketing guru at TMC Gabriella, who's helped us really humanize our brand through, you know, similar campaigns that are, they're fun, they're lighthearted and they, Tell you more about the people that you're working with, and um, it, it's been—you know—all of us are so siloed into mortgage-specific engagements. It's been a breath of fresh air to kind of bring that human element back into this familial culture that we have.
2: Absolutely.
1: Well, awesome. Well, I guess on that note, Sue, I'll turn it back over to you, real quick. If there is any, um, you know, final parting remarks, you want to to leave our attendees with today.
2: Yeah, I think most importantly, um, I just want to thank these three, as I said, these three powerhouses. Um, We just we love our customer family. We love our mortgage collaborative family. And so, um, as I said, the thread tying through it is is communications, communication and connection and taking a step back and looking at what you're currently doing. And we do have the time to do it and um, taking those actions that are going to make a difference for the purchase business in the long haul. So, again, Tom, thanks to you. But thanks most importantly to our guests today.
1: Thank you. No, absolutely. Uh, Thank you, Laura, Lindsay, Melody, Sue, as always, extremely valuable insights and not lost in us how frantically busy everybody is right now. So really appreciate the time. And uh, same for our attendees and be on the lookout too for the uh, the actual strategies uh, guide from Total Expert on behalf of our discussion leaders today uh, as part of the follow up in your inbox tomorrow. And, And thank you all again.